Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today called NG Ingwen. My name is John Drummond or Yang Haolin. Hello, 大家好，欢迎各位再度来到 NG 英文。我是 Angela. We have a great episode for you today with my good friend Tuni, who can be found on all the social medias as Tuni Metropolife. 对呀、啊，今天呢，我们邀请到了一位会讲五种语言的越南裔德国创业家 Tuni 来到节目上跟大家做分享哦。那等一下呢，会谈到他的创业过程跟一路走来他精彩的人生经验。Thank you, thank you, Miss Angela Ma. My guest today is a German-born Vietnamese. She is the co-founder of a digital marketing and branding agency here in Taipei. She is a lover of business, people, traveling, languages, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend Tuni. Hi, John. What's up, Tuni? I like to high five on the show to make us official. Welcome to NG Ingwen. I am so glad that you can join us today. And Tuni, you are so talented. I think. The past few years, as we will dive into kind of all the things that you have been working on, but the past few years you have really been working on kind of building your own company. Is that correct? Yes. So, can you share with our audience a little bit about what you're doing here in Taiwan and around the world? 访谈一开始呢，来宾 Tuni 分享到，他其实会来到台湾，完完全全呢是一个美丽的意外。那时候呢，他还在丹麦念书，在申请海外交换的时候，本来是想说可以去香港啦、啊、上海或是新加坡，但是不小心华属就给他按错，选到台湾。那又因为当时已经是申请的截止时间那个尾声了，也来不及再改，所以就这样子默默的来到这里了。结果呢，来了之后发现。这东西也太好吃了吧！整个就是彻底的被惊艳到。那后来也在朋友介绍下呢，让 Tony 在整个学习的海外交流哦，着实体验到了不一样的世界，开心的不得了，觉得说哇，当初这个滑鼠按错选错，真的是一个错的很完美哦。<笑>我觉得这根本就天注定的啦 ，Tony。后来学习结束，他回到丹麦啊。本来是想说要按照原本计划乖乖念书，然后找工作。但是当地的天气呢，大家也知道丹麦在北欧嘛，就是每天冷得不得了，然后又没有太阳，整个就很让人郁卒。所以最后呢，就在北京、台北两地跑，一边在北京继续念书，一边飞这边创业，就是不想离开台湾就对了。然后连新北政府也都很喜欢他的创业，还发给他跟他的事业合伙人一人一张这个在台。工作证哦，让图尼终于可以安心的待在台湾。那至于他们创办的公司是什么性质，我们等一下会再跟各位多聊一点。但大致上呢，就是做网络行销的。好了，我们就不要再讲了，赶快来认识这位图尼吧。So I came to Taiwan few years ago, and、uh, it was by accident. Actually, I was misclicking my application for a semester abroad, and it just clicked Taiwan and. It was five minutes before the deadline. I handed it in, and I ended up in Taiwan. And I did not know what to expect because I never, I never looked at Taiwan. I was like, oh, I'm gonna end up in Shanghai or Singapore. That was my business mind back then from a business school in Copenhagen. It's like that's the big cities you want to be: Hong Kong, Singapore,、uh, Shanghai. And I ended up in Taiwan for for that reason. And when I got here, I was like, I, I love it. I I love the food. I I was landing. I remember that I was landing on a rainy day. I was like, "Oof, what is this? It's human." And I was like, "I'm hungry." I walked out. There was 
food. There's a Seven Eleven that's opening 24 hours. Um, I met a friend that happens to be in the city with her last night. And she's like, oh, come to ATT. I was like, what is that? <laughs> and everyone who lives in Taiwan is like, oh, if you end up in ATT or Donghua area, you just have a good night. <laughs> and I did that for a semester. I was like, I love it. It was beautiful, right? You have that, you know, that semester abroad to really get out of your comfort zone. You go back, you finish like business school, you start working as a consultant. And um, I went back to Denmark. It's cold. It's minus five degrees. There was no sunlight. I looked outside and I was like, yeah, this is this ain't it. <laughs> this, this is not it. Not it. So I, I graduated and I found my way back. So I was studying in Beijing in a Danish university for the last uh, two years while flying to Taiwan and trying to establish a company here. Um, and since I am very like eager to do it on my own and not ask my parents, um, I started as a, a startup. Although we have an agency and we applied and got an entrepreneur visa. So the city of New Taipei City believed in me, my business partner. And they're like, you know what? You get an ARC and you get an ARC. And it was uh, one and a half years ago. So that's when I started having my business here in Taiwan. We're having international clients. We also had Taiwanese clients. Uh, we're helping them with their digital marketing and branding. So a lot of... Um, very nice, but a bit older gentlemen and ladies are like, oh, so the internet, how do I put an ad up there? Like, uh, how is my face on like, a, like Facebook? And how do I put my company there? And we're like, hey, listen, it's more, more to that. There's also TikTok. There's like so much you can do with your brand. There's so much you can play with. It's very flexible. You can have a personality on the internet and you can reach out to your like, customers. And uh, we've been doing that for one and a half years. It's been a wild ride. It's been very exciting. And right now, I feel like in the current situation, Taiwan was the best choice I could make or, you know, uh, the best misclick I could have made. So mm. that's how I ended up here. And uh, yeah. A misclick <laughs> brought you here. Wow. That is a beautiful story. That's kind of the first time I've heard of somebody like accidentally finding themselves staying abroad <laughs> in Taiwan or anywhere. But you know, I'm sort of a believer in kind of the fate and the destiny of those types of things. And, you know, here you are now a year and a half into starting up your own company with your business partner and who is Taiwanese. Is that correct? Today, 那后来很巧的也是说刚好两个都很喜欢做行销在台北的某间夜店里面认识的这个美国ABC跟越南裔德国人就在一年半前建立了他们的新创公司这边有一个形容词大家来认识一下 case we go back home and do the things we studied 就在表达, 如果创业失败呢, 那最坏的打算, 
，就是在各自回到家乡重新找本科系的工作。那一般这个 worst case， 他最常看到他跟 scenario 情境一起出现。如果你下次啊听到有人说 worst case scenario， 那就是在指最坏的情况。好，或者呢，大家其实也可以试着用看这个片语 if worst comes to worst。好，它表达呢也是很类似的意思，也是在指如果最坏的情况发生的话。好，例如 Tony 同样这个情况呢，如果说呃 ，worst comes to worst， we'll just go back home and start over， 就也是一样在说明，哎，如果最坏的情况发生了，我们创业失败了，那就回到家乡再重新来过就好了。Uh, no, she is from the states. She's so from the states. We both moved back. She, I met her in um. Around ATT area, and if you live in if you live in Taipei, I met her in a club <laughs> three years ago during my my semester abroad. During her gap year, we were young, we we're like, oh, this is fun, and then we became friends. And then she ended up in Ohio, I ended up in Copenhagen. We we're like, this is not it, and we we're like, let's move back, let's start something that we really like to do.、Mm-hmm. And、um, For me, I at that point knew like I'm not going to be a consultant. I'm not going to work so much that I don't see my kids growing up later on, or don't have any time to do something just for myself and my passion. So I was like, I want to do this because that's something I find joy in. That's like projects I can pick up from different industries.、So、I always learn. I always have challenges. And she's like, you know what? I like marketing too. Let's go back, start this. And worst case, we're gonna go back home and do the things that we study. So、uh, she is、um, ABC, how you call it, and I'm、uh, like German、mm-hmm. Vietnamese, and we both came here, had no family. We're like, okay, let's let's try this. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's that's a very you know that's a story of entrepreneurial like development right there.、Mm-hmm. So can you share a little bit with our audiences? You know, the focus has been on marketing, like you said, but have you been dealing with certain COVID-related issues with growing the company, or has there been, let's say? Something that stands out in your mind that you are very proud of that you've overcame this past year and a half. 接下来 ，Tony 会提到啊，他们公司很赞的一个地方呢，是大家都可以远端工作，甚至如果连你刚好只是在健身房走跑步机，有没有？你只要手机带着，在手机上动动手指，也一样可以工作。而且这过去一年来呢，因为肺炎疫情的关系嘛，有越来越多的商家呢，希望借由现在这个数位形式，整个这个社区媒体当大的局面呢，来增加销售业绩。让图尼他们的这个数位行销公司有机会把客群逐渐扩展到国际市场上，而且同时也可以借由现在目前的这个全球情势啊，整个这个在疫情影响下的社会状况，哦，还有一些可能有的人避而不谈的种族议题等等，来教育他们的客户说，哎，在网络行销上啊，这些种种因素都是需要被纳入考量的。尤其是如果你有某个锁定的市场，那这些关键因素就更是格外重要。不是说，哎，就只是在网络上发个贴文、贴个图之类就没事了。好，那这段等一下他们用到的这个字 climate， 大家一般知道它的意思可能都是气候嘛，对不对？但是在这边呢，它所表达的有点像是。情势好，或是类似某个时期的一种风气哦，像是等会这样说的 political climate， 就可以理解成是政治气候、政治风气。那 social climate 的话，我们可以想成就是我们的讲的这个社会风气。好，或是呢，其实 Tony 提到的这个 digital landscape， 这个 landscape 在这里的用法也很类似哦。如果你说 political landscape。
。那表达出来的其实也跟刚才讲的这个 political climate 意思很接近，就是像政治景象、政治格局。好，但是两者之间还是有些微的差异啦，但基本上表达意思是大致相同的。I feel like I'm 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 very lucky because our team is very international, so we've been using like the work remotely and um working like. With our laptops from everywhere, and basically that's what we praise ourselves on. Like, oh, you can join our team, and even like the co-founders, we just work from our laptop. We work from our phone on a treadmill in the gym. So,、um, COVID just been helpful because a lot of brands are trying to navigate the digital landscape, and we're like, hey, we're here. And then on the other hand, is our clients are now international while we're here in Taiwan, so they appreciate our flexibility. And also, I feel like we were so so lucky to be in Taiwan and have like a more or less normal life.、Um, I have my normal habits still. That we're also very fresh and like very energized to deal with all the challenges that twenty 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 and twenty twenty one has like thrown our way. Like Black Lives Matter, so it's very important for us to educate our clients and also make sure that they understand the importance of not just posting one thing and be like, okay, we're over with it, but like really having. Fundamental changes, like hey, we gotta, you know, acknowledge that that's happening in the world or in the markets you're focused on. You can't just ignore it. And if there are a group of people, like people of colors, that are neglected or ignored as a brand, we can't ignore it. We gotta do something internally. Like how do we present it more? How do we do our part? So that was very、um, challenging, but also educational from both sides for us to navigate it. Because we are all, usually we're the youngest members、um, of a brand that takes us in. We're mid twenties, while most of the brands and the managers are a bit more senior, and they're like, "Oh, we understand why this is not just a trend." That fine line between you know helping your clients understand you know the political climate and social climate of you know hey having a brand and building a brand is about you know standing for things you believe and. You know, I think the way you are educating, you know, about Black Lives Matter and stuff like that is is a very beautiful trend in the right direction. That I see so many of you know, kind of the mid twenty, early thirty year olds like being like, "Yo, I stand for this." You know, we stand for justice, and I think that's a that's a beautiful time to be a part of companies like that. So, thinking a little bit about the future, maybe twenty twenty one and beyond, are you thinking in terms of Sending focus in any one direction. 在这段访谈里呢，图尼提到他今年为自己设下了两个目标，那就是在忙事业的同时，也要找到工作和生活之间的平衡点。为什么嘞？因为呢，他在过去几年里呢，真的是一直都很冲哦，在专心冲事业之余，还拿了两个硕士。不管做什么事情，他都是额外用心在做。而且除了学业事业要顾好以外，他自己其实在其他各方面也立下了很多目标。整个就是一个把自己生活逼得很紧，所以希望未来呢，除了要达到自己目标以外，也要小心顾虑到平衡的重要性，以免适得其反，什么都做不好。那另外他也有提到，除了目前在经营的新创公司以外呢，其实自己跟合伙人还有另外在试着创造一个全新的品牌哦。他们计划在环境永续发展这一块也参与卡，想说呢，可以让更多人知道环境保育的重要性。Well, of course, like as a business, I want to grow and scale, but 
what I wrote down as like the goal for this year is doing it in a balanced and mindful way because I've been like on 110% the last three to five years I would say so I was getting diplomas and I was getting like two master degrees while building the business and I was like oh, having like the goals for my own fitness and this and that and like my own personal brand and social media and I feel like it's good to still challenge yourself and still grow but be mindful just to, to do it in a way that's slower because at one point you might burn out and at one point you might lose interest in what you actually want to do because you push yourself too hard you have all these expectations and another thing I want to focus on is that I want to start something completely new it's not an agency but an actual brand that me and my my business partner trust in and we want to do something that's more sustainable and environmental friendly there is something bigger to take care of than yourself so I try to find my way around that without overwhelming myself because you know you're still important um so i'll see how that goes but i'm very optimistic <laughs> yeah this is beautiful yeah and you know finding that balance between being ambitious and having self-care and knowing when you're maybe a little bit too ambitious mm -hmm. is is a really it's a good sign of maturity and i think you know that's how founders co-founders and you know the entrepreneurial scene that's how you can sustain mm -hmm. in this climate so Congratulations for all of that. And I'm so happy you're also kind of creating an ecosystem, it sounds like. I mean, obviously, you have such experience with business and more of the branding side and the, the marketing side, mm -hmm. but now creating a physical product, which I love. And you're mm -hmm. focusing on sustainability and environmentalism. And I'm excited to see what this product will be in the Thank future. You. If you don't mind, can we switch gears a little bit mm -hmm. into the story of Toomey? So... Earlier in the episode, you mentioned you are German-born Vietnamese. Yes. So, yes, you were born in Germany, yeah. and your your blood is Vietnamese, and you also speak, I believe, five languages. Is yes. that correct? Five languages, and now you are in Taiwan. So yeah. where do we begin? I think we should begin with what are, if we're focusing on kind of language development, mm -hmm. What are some things that have helped you learn your five languages over the years? 除了要讲英文以外，还要会其他外语，所以他也就在环境的这个波比之下学了越南话、德文、法文，还有英文四种语言。那后来为了想说要实际去磨练自己的法文和英文，就跑去法国和澳洲这两边都待过。那最后在落
你是在跟对方的心沟通，但如果是在用对方的第二语言或是母语以外的语言沟通的话呢，那就是在跟对方的大脑说话。我觉得这好像是真的哎、欸，因为讲母语嘛，可能就是比较会熟、比较熟悉、比较容易可以讲到心坎里这样子。而、啊、用母语以外的语言的时候呢，通常就会是比较会需要先经过大脑思考、消化整个意思。相较之下，好像就没有讲母语来的亲切。I think my parents played a big role because、uh, my dad is very good in languages. So in our household, even though we're Vietnamese, I grew up bilingual. So we speak German and Vietnamese in our household. And me and my dad, we're like we're like pretty close. He's like my best friend, and we always use German to really talk about deeper things because that language is so beautiful and. Really describing how you feel, how you see things, or like the situation. There's so many words. Well, Vietnamese is a bit more vague. So, <laughs> if it's about dinner, like all Vietnamese, but if it's really about like a political situation or about our emotions or feelings, or how much he loves me, a lot of times he expresses in German. So we grew up just like having the balance of both, like and then and the two beautiful sides of both languages. As I was going, because I was also lucky to live in Europe, so. You learn English when you get to like second grade, and then French when you learn when you like get to fifth grade, I think. So I just find joy in learning those. So I ended up graduating high school with、uh, French as my major, French and English, and、uh, I moved to France for a while, like a week after I graduated. I was like, I don't like Germany. Southern France has better weather. I packed my bag. My parents like, where are you going? I was like, yeah, it's it's nicer there, and I. Try to like improve my French that I learned in school because like both French and going to France is different.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, as I was going, I was like, oh well, well, now I should do the same with English. So I went to Australia for a while, and then、uh, in the end, I ended up being in Denmark to study my、uh, my like my my undergrad. So I was studying in English, but I was like, these people speak a language I don't know, but they sound like very wrong German. So I should maybe learn that. And、uh, at that point, my、uh, my partner was also Danish, and I was like, I want to understand what you talk to your parents about. So I learned Danish. I think there was also, I guess, it's personal. It wasn't much like, oh, I need to learn another language. But I was like, as I was going, it's like, oh, this is a chance for you to like get to know another aspect of like the world and then yourself, because it's very interesting.、Um, I read somewhere that your personality changes as well if you change. Like languages, not entirely, but there's little bits of you that comes out. It's like that's amazing. So yeah, I like right now I have like five different ways to express myself, and hopefully Mandarin will be number six. But it's just very, very challenging to learn, and there's always this inner, like the inner feeling of, oh, there's a barrier. It's like I'm, I'm gonna be embarrassing if I like pronounce the tones wrong. So I just switch to like oh, Ting Hu Dong, and then you, <laughs> you switch to English, but. I hope Mandarin is gonna be number six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I I love that, and it kind of reminded me. I don't want to butcher the quote, but it's something along the lines of when you speak to someone in their first language, you're speaking to their heart.、Mm. When you're speaking to them in their second language, you're speaking to their mind and their、mm. brain. And that just reminded me of like, yeah, you know what? You have right now the toolkit to speak to five different、mm. cultures and speak to their hearts. So. I love that. Well, unfortunately, we are coming to our last question here on NG Ingwen, and I just appreciate you making some time for us today. So, can you leave our audience and me, because you are you are dropping some bombs, some wisdom bombs on me as well? 
can you leave our audience and myself with, if you could go back in time and talk to a younger Toonie, would there be any advice you'd give yourself about language, life, anything? 访谈最后 ，Tony 提到，他觉得人生该来的就是会来，不用去急去赶去，因为哎呀，什么事情没做好而哭啊什么的。尤其像他现在在数位行销这一块工作，更能体会到这个真谛。因为现在这个时代的节奏真的是非常快速哦，你没跟风到，没搭到该搭那一班时代火车，没关系啦，下一班或是下一个属于你的，马上就会来，所以不用给自己太大压。压力说我要怎么样怎么样才不会输才不会落人后才不会，诶怎么样怎么样？好、哦、像他当时也是因为申请海外交换的时候选错，没有去到本来想去的国家，伤心的不得了。但是后来还不是因为台湾这个美丽的食物，给他带来了很精彩的一段人生，让在台湾可以认识一位好朋友一起创业。哦，或是像他爸爸五十岁了才开始学英文，但也没关系啊，又没有人说是五十岁就来不及了，起码他有开始在学了嘛，对不对？每个人都有自己的 timeline， 都有自己的人生进度。好，把自己的进度做好做满才是真的。I feel like if I would just give myself one advice, anyone is like, it's so cliche, but just like you're gonna end up where you're supposed to end up. Like you're gonna misclick your application and cry about it, and then you're gonna end up making the best decision and having a chance to like meet a new culture, learn a new language. So I feel like right now it's so fast-paced. Everything is fast-paced. Even during COVID, all these posts on social media won't help. And I, working in in digital marketing, I can tell too that it doesn't help you feeling like you're enough and you're you're doing well. But in the end, you're like you are, because there's no pressure or there's no timeline of certain milestones you have to you have to reach, and you're not gonna miss like the train if you get into this one. There's the next one coming in five minutes. So what I would say is like you you shouldn't stress too much because you're gonna end up where you're supposed to end up. And even like my dad is fifteen, he's like you know I'm gonna pick up English, and he just like puts his navigation system, his phone in English, he's trying to slowly learn it. And it's been a year, and it's he's starting there. He's he's getting there. I'm really proud of him. And then sometimes he has a moment to shine, like、uh, last year when he came to Taiwan. At the immigration, it was his moment to shine to speak English. And they asked, like, oh, how many people? And he said two, but he forgot to count my sister because there were three. And and <laughs> the and immigration was like, what about your daughter?、And、he's like, oh God. <laughs> but you know, you get there. So in the end, it's like as to like enjoy your journey, have more happy like. You know, moments you will see that like that's that's all what matters. You don't have to stress that you oh you have to reach this, you have to learn that until like you're thirty, forty, fifty. Just like you're gonna end up there eventually in、mm. your own timeline. Beautiful, nicely, <laughs> nicely said. Thank you for、uh, diving deep with us. Thank you. And、uh, shout out to your dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hi, hi. <laughs> and is he in Germany right now? He's in Germany. Yeah, yeah. my family's in Germany. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, where can people find more of your life on social media, and maybe more about your digital marketing agency?、Um, so, about、uh, when you want to get to know me as person, I guess like Instagram is the way to go. So, Tuni dot Metropolis. And、uh, I think when you want to get to know Barry, like what I do and what my business is about,、um, urgency dot com is like our agency's website. Otherwise, just hit me up on IG. I I send you a link. <laughs> nice, yeah, Tuni T U N I. If you want to search that on the socials, 
Awesome, Toonie. Well, thank you again, and we'll be talking to you very soon. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye, everyone. Peace. Bye. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search on IG, NG English, I-C-R-T. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6.30 to 7 and Wednesday night from 9 to 9.30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye. 好啦,今天的节目就到这边告一段落啦,感谢各位的收听,别忘了订阅我们的Spotify还有YouTube频道哦。那喜欢我们节目的话,也要记得到Instagram到IG上追踪我们哦。如果各位有什么其他问题是想